I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Could you imagine being a giraffe and like your entry into this world is a six foot fall? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. are back and uh this time i figured we would continue our patriotic support of the canadian arts with a continuation of mainframe entertainments beast wars transformers uh my name i am back from the dead is peter o'donohue and i am joined with ethan palmer ah (laughs) and james miller and james miller i didn't know beast wars is actually from the same creator as reboot it's also from yeah it's also from mainframe um so have you guys seen the show yes once or twice same thing with reboot like when i went to my cousin's place who had cable i'd see an occasional episode i think you can catch it on the air because i never had cable growing up and i have i have watched this television show at home i think ytv had some antenna channel in the 90s where that you could catch you just had something on your roof well the thing about antenna is it depends where you live what station you'll get it's like fm radio oh, yeah like you won't get shown yeah. in ottawa because they don't broadcast it there but some people yeah, yeah, yeah. outside of montreal I lived that was a very regional reference for our american listeners and international <laughs> listeners <laughs> how did they how did they fit all the cartoons in those little metal things you put on the top of your house though uh, I don't. I don't know. A lot of electricity. Prob- probably by <laughs> probably by lasers, which we've determined off the air that none of us know how lasers work. Dude, yeah, nope. that's crazy. I know. I know it's an acronym. I know lasers. Yeah, the L is for lore. Yeah, lore, <laughs> lore, asshole. So easy. Uh, Right, uh, right, reboot. <laughs> you go, right. Laser is, is a question. Yeah. <laughs> it's an acronym and a question. Yeah, it was just a. It's just a mnemonic. It's just something for so students can remember it easily. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we're gonna do Beast Wars. Another. It's Canadian. Uh, I love the show. I've rewatched it twice as an adult. Uh, and ha- I had seen most of it as a kid. Uh, I still have one left because I had a lot of Transformers growing up. Um, however, uh, when my dad's house burned down, sadly, I had stored my Transformers there, except I kept Rampage, the Transforming Crab. So he's okay. the one that I have that you may have seen in Instagram photos. He's behind my desk. I was well, kind of like transformers when they they all merge into one like in the house fire they all kind of yeah. merged into one blob. oh yeah right? yeah exactly yeah. i had i had i had wadtron <laughs> transformers burning in the attic <laughs> basically yeah <laughs> um so we've covered a lot of transformers lore uh, a while back now so if you want uh more there is always more there was a, uh, and there was if a we remember made out of uh robot i think yeah yeah exactly. we did we did 
two. We did Primeval Transformers, and then we did like Exodus, basically, which is like the summary of a novel that was written about them. Okay. Um, if we remember, it'd be nice to have the links below, which I know you've been doing basically on everything now. Yeah, I'll do. Um, so just check, easy, check, check the description of this episode for links to those easy, episodes. Easy download, baby. Guys, we should just put put links to the Lemon Party. Got those listeners. Oh, cakefarts.com. Yeah. Cake yeah. farts, got them. Yeah. Get caked farted, get cake farted, lol. <laughs> Rar XD. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, at some point in the future, an event occurred on the machine planet of Cybertron, which we covered. That's where the Transformers live. Yep. Um, uh, it was called the Great Upgrade. Oh, good. Uh, this was an event on the planet that, like, evolved the Autobots and the Decepticons, the previous political factions on the planet, into smaller, more fuel-efficient robots, now called Maximals and Predacons. Okay, so uh, the, the upgrade was Gorilla better than Car. Um, not directly. Uh, okay. we'll get in. We'll, we'll get into why Gorilla and not Car. Okay. Gorilla because, made car eventually, so yeah, exactly. It, it, then the first one, Gorilla and, moved to Detroit, but then Gorilla's job get taken by machines. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, <laughs> the sweet gets, irony. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, Predacon is taken from the '80s cartoon. There was a team of like animalistic Decepticons called the Predacons that could combine into one big fucking robot called Predaking. That was like five other robots slammed into one larger robot hell yeah so yeah was star was starscream there uh no starscream will come up though when you okay. so when you said the when you're saying the uh, the 80s cartoon you mean the transformers 80 80s cartoon had these predacons correct okay. uh the 80s cartoon is canon to beast wars okay very cool yeah wow so this is all this is all linked together so everything we talked about in the previous two episodes about transformers is totally relevant uh, if you want more context for this, because we explained the creation of Cybertron and the origin of the beast mode and all that shit. Like, why some robots animals? Why gorilla? <laughs> is uh, Ultimately, we had an hour and a half episode about because gorilla. Because so don't gorilla. worry about it. So um, <laughs> I, know, I know that a lot of kids' media is developed with the express intent of making toys uh, yes. to sell to those kids. Uh, reboot, it's hard to imagine there was a lot of like reboot toy sales. But I could definitely see Beast Wars toy sales, like the transforming gorilla. Like, yeah, two out of yeah. three of us here had them because I had my brother had Cheetah, and I had either Rat Trap or the main gorilla dude. I can't remember which one, but they, I remember liking both of them. They might have been a I Canadian will... McDonald's like uh, Happy Meal prize or whatever. Oh, dude, yeah. I got it at Zeller's, oh, a Canadian store that doesn't exist anymore. Sold out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Run by Beavers. Um, Zellers crunch at us. <laughs> <laughs> we have more customers than Zellers. Let's be real. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I'll get into so I'll get into all the characters, and also like the intent of the show is much more interesting than the '80s cartoon because the '80s cartoon was a character was a commercial <laughs> in which they like kind of had characters because they were given a little bit of time. Yeah, yeah. but anyway, that's that's all coming up. Um, anyway, uh, the great upgrade was likely done by the planet of Cybertron itself, because as we established in the previous episodes, it is kind of alive in a way, uh, depending on which continuity that you're looking at. Um, 
because Primus, who is Transformers God, um, in some continuities, like slumbered and became the planet of Cybertron and like thus arose the Transformers from okay. his living metallic flesh. So the upgrade was probably done by the planet to reduce the amount of energon that the Transformers needed to survive. Oil. Um, Oil and gas. Base Energon is the is the resource MacGuffin of most Transformers continuities. I mean, it's a um, literally living planet that can literally fight against climate change, right? And yeah. actually make a difference. <laughs> exactly, yeah. yeah. Energon is powered by children's will and funded by credit cards of parents. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's how yeah. everything operates it's, in there. It's foolproof. It's those, yeah. those magnetic strips when you swipe your credit card, they actually have little turbines in there that spin and produce Energon. Very fast. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so anyway, uh, Energon, like many resources, has been the source of conflict for centuries. Since Cybertron, like I said, is maybe possibly, but totally, definitely the slumbering body of Primus, the robot god, uh, it would stand to reason that he would change his creations in an effort to promote peace. Right. Yeah. So it's like if Jesus returned to Earth and to make us more efficient, he just like made us like more fit. Because most wars are caused by shitty cardio. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it's like if Jesus came back to life and uh, brought all the dinosaurs back to life and like turned all the oil back into dinosaurs. And turned like, oil back <laughs> into boom. dinosaurs? No yeah. more oil. Now everybody Fred Flintstones and rides brontosauruses around. Yeah. Or, or said we don't have to sleep anymore and then we could just double our productivity as a human race. Yeah. Burn twice the oil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, you're right, capitalist Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> I love driving my car, but that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if, I got to, if I got to ride a dinosaur, holy fuck, I'd be ten times more productive. Hell yeah, I'd ride a triceratops. I'd rather if, not sleep. If, was... if, if I could give up sleep, I would give up sleep, but not at the cost of uh, being more efficient and working twice as hard as Jamie seems to imply. Well, that's yeah. not so much what I meant. I, what I meant more was like, that like science would advance twice as quick, so then we wouldn't need to rely on fossil fuels. Impli- implying that the the holdup with science is the scientists and not the bureaucracy behind the scientists. Oh yeah, <laughs> the worst the worst part about science is that yeah. all those fucking eggheads need to go to bed one day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's all, why we don't have a COVID vaccine is because all these <laughs> sleepy idiots need to crawl into their beds. Ninety percent of ninety uh, percent of uh, scientific papers get published at two a.m. when all the the congressmen are asleep like <laughs> <laughs> like sneak it under their nose yeah exactly <laughs> um so uh the great upgrade so his little deus ex machina um did actually help uh while it helped prevent some of the conflict uh the maximals which were the descendants of the autobots remained in charge of the planet since the autobots in the past had won the great war and they did keep the decepticons as second class citizens which yeah which extended to the predacons after the great upgrade so it's like yeah wow cool we've all ascended beyond our resource needs uh but you guys uh stay in your shantytown yeah, you need less resources to uh, serve us. Yeah, exactly. You guys stay. As, you guys stay as an underclass. Um, so this uh, led to the foundation of the Tripredicus Council, uh, which is a cabal of cowardly bu- bureaucrats uh, okay. who uh, put all of their chips down on a group of idealistic radicals. However, 
just in case, they implanted a mole within the group named Tarantulas from the Predacon secret police. Okay, so is yeah. there... And I, I'm, I'm like really trying to remember Beast Wars because like I know I've seen episodes and that's why I keep referencing the gorilla because I'm pretty sure he's the leader. Um, but I don't remember. Is there like a clear distinction between the good guys and the bad guys? Like are the bad guys yeah. always predators and the good guys are prey animals or? No, um, I will list out the characters present in the show uh, later on in the episode and we'll explain a few things about that the there there are like species divides between what is good and what is bad basically d- depending on like the human writers what do you want to <laughs> hug more okay yeah. more than it more than anything because I was, I was just trying to determine if like if they implanted a spy tarantulas who's obviously a tarantula like again my human writers fear is like well the tarantula is a bad guy obviously but I'm, I'm yeah, just so wondering, would, there, would, the, would the primals, um, or not primals, but uh, would the, the, the good... The Tripredicus Council. The Tripredicus Council. Would the good beasties be able to say, like, oh, that guy's a tarantula. Humans don't like tarantulas, so he's bad. No, they cannot. No. Okay. So it's, it is kind of like a conflict between, like, cheesy sci-fi for children writing and, like, lore building. Because Tarantulas was actually a mole within the Predacons. Right. Not within the... Not oh, within the so, sorry, sorry, sorry. I, I had that backwards then. Yeah. Uh, so at some point, a Predacon with an unknown name was reading books like a fucking nerd and stumbled upon the remaining copy of the Covenant of Primus. Uh, this was a historical work from the Autobot uh, record keeper Alpha Trion, who we did talk about in a previous episode. Sounds familiar, yeah. He's the one who, like, ages because in flashbacks he has, like, a mechanical Tom Selleck mustache. And then <laughs> in the present has like a fu manchu white beard and and mustache combo right so right, right. i don't know how or why that happened but well, well maybe he's not aging on. he's just changing his beard though he's probably upgrading to, to like i don't know fucking show solidarity with think things that age, things like, that age yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't wouldn't the beard wouldn't like a, a robot's white beard turn orange not vice versa because it'd be resting as it gets old that is assuming there's oxygen on Cybertron. Wow, Peter. Uh, you need oxygen to combust, so engines aren't going to work. Traditional they engines, use, anyway. They use, they use Energon, <laughs> which I did not look up the physics of. Uh, I'm pretty sure it works with pistons, okay? I'm pretty, I'm, pretty I'm sure there's pretty spark sure it's plugs. a magic cube. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so he has the remaining copy of the Covenant of Primus that was on Cybertron. Uh, because the other copy that existed left Cybertron four million years prior, uh, in Earth's past at least, uh, aboard the Ark in the first episode of the 80s cartoon. Okay. So the Covenant of Primus had two copies. One of them left Cybertron four million years ago in the first episode, and it crash-landed on Earth with uh, Optimus Prime and Wheeljack and Megatron and Starscream and that crew, basically. Cool. Um, so this unnamed Predacon read about the history of Cybertron, the Great War, um, the class divide, and the fallen prime Megatronus. Uh, and in honor of the Destroyer, this Predacon changed his name to Megatron. Ooh, good. Oh. Yeah. Uh, more importantly, he read of something called the Golden Disc. Um, originally this disc, this is in canon, by the way, originally this golden disc was attached to the Voyager space probe 
and was eventually discovered and stored by the Autobots as an important artifact. Okay. Okay. There, yeah. So there is a gold, golden disc on the Voyager space probe. There is, but that also means Carl Sagan is canon within Transformers <laughs> lore. <laughs> this is even better. So Megatron's mentor, so like now we're just going to refer to him as Megatron from now on. Uh, his mentor was a uh, Predacon named Cryotech, who was an engineer who turned to a life of crime uh, and was planning on stealing the golden disc already and figured he would just send his newly radicalized protege to steal it. Okay. I mean, yeah. that, what's the point of having a protege if you can't send him to steal stuff for you, right? Right. <laughs> On heists. Um, the funny thing about uh, Cryotech is the fact that he was an engineer who turned to a life of crime, but basically used, like, in-canon legal loopholes to build, like, warfare bodies for himself. Okay, okay. <laughs> like, like you know how, like, every like everything has loopholes all the time? Yeah. But it was just like, oh, no, 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 no. This transforming tank body that I've upgraded myself into is for scientific purposes. Yeah. And then Maximal High Command was just like, well, your license checks out. <laughs> yeah. Well, just we... don't do too many crimes with yeah. it, okay? <laughs> yeah. I'm, you see, I'm allowed to have these cannons because I have glaucoma. So yeah, exactly. it's, they're cannons for my glaucoma. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. and these yeah, and these missile racks help with my anxiety and they're like oh okay 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 sure <laughs> yes i'm allowed to bring these on the plane yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah these tubes of toothpaste I, are totally plain legal and, yeah, yeah. or whatever yeah, yeah. They're, they're they're just they're i know they look like they're bigger than the size that i'm allowed to bring on but they're actually slightly smaller yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know. I know. I have fifty-two of them, but each individual one is a small enough size that I'm allowed to bring them on. <laughs> yeah, it's not like a, a cumulative amount of toothpaste on an airplane. Yeah, yeah. It's it's total amounted per tube. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. So, like most rebellious groups, uh, Megatron's small band of criminals stole the disc and brought it back to Cryotech without seeing what's on it. Of course, yeah. Nice. Boss said this was really valuable. We better not look why. Yeah, uh, turns out that actually did not happen at all. Uh, Megatron narked on Cryotech to Maximal Command Security Force, uh, stole the Golden Disk after seeing what was on it, and then stole a transwarp spaceship called the Dark Side and absconded from Cybertron with his small band of followers. Okay, so he, he alerted the authorities and then conducted the heist? Because that seems he, like a bad way to do he, it. He called the cops, basically, on Cryotech and was just like, I've been hanging out with this cryotech fella, and he says he wants to steal the golden disc. And then <laughs> the golden the disc. And the cops were just like, "Oh, okay. We better just send everybody. Every, I guess every single cop. Yeah, every <laughs> single cop to leave the museum unguarded or some shit." Although every single transformer is unique, right? And every single transformer yeah. has a unique car identity. So there's probably only three or four cop transformers right like there's the motorbike transformer there's the police car like squad car transformer and then there's the paddy yeah, wagon transformer yeah exactly yeah prowl uh what's it jazz is the cop the paddy wagon one i don't know it'd be like seamus or some yeah, shit or, yeah the big uh, ginger mustache on the front or just patty <laughs> yeah <laughs> do we know what um the golden disc is like is it just like the million cd that smash mouth sold or yeah. is it something <laughs> Well, the Something golden better. disc. It has All Star on it, so. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the golden disc in Beast Wars canon is the actual golden disc that we were sent that we sent out on the Voyager probe. So it has like 
rock music on it. It has classical music on it. It has like two silhouettes of people, our mm. approximate location. It, it's the exact same thing, but it, it will weave back in here and end up being uh, more important. I think I've seen something like that. And it has like something to show that our number scale operates on 10 or something like base that. Base 10, yeah. Yeah, base yeah. 10. Yeah. Probably. Exactly. Um, yeah, so after uh, Megatron and his rebels stole the dark side, uh, all this unrest <laughs> was a little too spicy for Maximal Command because they were just like, oh, oh, we've been we've been bamboozled, fellas. What are we going to do I without our pictures of I, naked humans? I can't believe... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't just have, like, copied the fucking thing? Like... The, one that turns, the one that transforms into a vibrator is just like, aha, it's my time to shine now. <laughs> 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 Megatron stole the cars. Cars drive away. He just slowly buzzes across yeah, the yeah. ground. <laughs> My name's Cam. Shaft. Megatron stole our porn archives. Yeah. <laughs> um, so basically, to stop Megatron, uh, they just like kind of called the closest maximal ship that was in the area. This like in the space neighborhood. Um, and this maximal ship was the Axelon, crewed by a few maximals and their uh, leader, Optimus Primal. Okay. Very cool. Yeah. It sounds familiar. Uh, anyway. Yeah. The Axelon was an exploration ship primarily. However, it had been tasked with transporting some maximal protoforms as well as protoform X on its journey. Um, protoforms are basically transformers blanks. Uh, they have a spark, which is the transformers version of a soul, which was actually introduced in Beast Wars. So prior oh. to this series, the why are they alive didn't exist even in the Marvel comics. Okay. That's really cool, actually. So, like, the yeah. Allspark came, I guess, indirectly from Beast Wars? Yeah, it, it, the Allspark is the thing that they all join with. That's, like, Transformers Heaven, uh, sort of. Like, if you're a g- good little vi- transforming vibrator, you get to go to the Allspark <laughs> yeah. when you die. <laughs> if, if, you, if you pleasure enough. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> on, on, in the mortal realm. Yeah. And you get so, to go up there and have a hot shower and a cry. and. <laughs> 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 yeah um the to the protoforms in beast wars that are in their stasis pods basically just like like liquid mercury with the spark kind of sitting in a little divot in what would be the chest they have no solid robot form and they don't have an alt form so they haven't been given like life or purpose or whatever they're not a paddy wagon yet that they're, sort of thing they're like a baby with the soft skull you can just morph it into whatever shape you want yeah, shaken shaken protoform syndrome is a big a big, <laughs> big a, issue. Yeah. A, big, a big problem in, <laughs> on Cybertron. Um, protoform X, however, was a maximal experiment. Uh, so Starscream from the classic series happened to be immortal. He had an immortal spark, <laughs> uh, and not wanting to waste good mad science, uh, the maximal command figured they would try and recreate that. Star- I remember you did Starscream's voice last time, and it's so screechy. <laughs> it is, yeah. Uh, I I can't I can't I can't do it right now because the uh, the 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 stuff that I've been delivering recently is picked up from a warehouse, so my sinuses are just loaded with sawdust and powdered metal. So I'm like I've, I've never been so fucking congested or, or had so many nosebleeds in my entire life. <laughs> He's not like the like you would not want to have a, a serious conversation with Starscream. You could never take him seriously. Hey, you just- did you get the mail? Have you been watching the news recently? (laughs) Anyway, uh, the maximal science uh, worked. Uh, Protoform X is indeed immortal. However, it is also criminally insane. 
Um, originally held on a colony Omicron, X escaped and slaughtered every single Maximal except one security officer who managed to escape. Um, for several years, this officer named Depth Charge tried to track X down. Uh, he managed to capture him once, uh, but sadly not before X found Starbase Rugby, where he had slaughtered and cannibalized an unknown amount of Transformers. Cool. This guy sounds yeah. cool. Yeah. Fun at I wonder what a Transformer tastes like. Probably like Probably metal. bad. Yeah. Metal, I'd probably taste a little bit like blood, too, if we were eating them. Yeah. Yeah, you'd probably <laughs> cut the shit out of your mouth. Yeah. It would be <laughs> like... Imagine an entire box of Captain Crunch, and I think that's what like eating a Transformer would be like. <laughs> yeah. Rip you to pe- your just, teeth would just fall out. Yeah, yeah just shred you. Yeah. yeah, not just your mouth though. Also, your insides and your bowels. Yeah. <laughs> um, so having been caught in a bind with this whole immortal cannibal thing, uh, Maximal Command placed X in stasis and gave him to Optimus Primal to just fucking dump on an asteroid. They were just like, <laughs> it's like we can't kill him. Uh, uh, I don't know, chain him to a rocket space or something. Yeah, he's, he's just like, <laughs> leave him somewhere and forget where it was. Yeah, something moving. Something that keeps moving, no matter what. Yeah. You know, keeps changing location all the time. Uh, yeah, exactly. It's like, don't remember where this asteroid is. Like, What about the... Uh, hey, boss, what about the, the prison planet that we made? No, 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 forget about that. We ate everybody. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I guess they were critically short-staffed in orbit or something uh, because the Axelon was the only one they asked to intercept Megatron on the dark side. Um, obviously, my first choice of ship to have to like get into combat with something and risk being shot down was going to be the one with the incredibly dangerous cargo. Yep. Right? I think so, yeah. It's like if some, it's like if some fucking government now was just like, oh no, Somali pirates have taken some captives or something. Call an oil tanker to just ram into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> take, uh, take this this speedboat with the president's baby on it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> have you guys watched those videos of like people defending boats against Somali pirates? I thought you were going to yeah, say of somebody wild. kidnapping the president's baby. I was like, well, no, I don't. I don't have that video yet. But <laughs> yeah. the other ones, they're crazy, dude. Like the. Boats that go around where the Somali pirates are, like, have these huge machine guns, and if a boat, like, a small boat approaches them, they're just done. Yeah, it's, crazy. it's fucking wild. Watch that Tom Hanks movie about the about the pirate kidnapping. Yeah, Castaway. Yeah, no Bridge of Spies. Cap- Captain Toy Stories. Captain Castaway. Captain, Captain Woody. Castle. I Captain think Woody. what it's called. Captain Woody. I love Captain that one. Woody. <laughs> I'm Woody. Howdy, howdy, howdy. I'm the captain now. Woody and the shark. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Someone's pirating the water hole. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There's a snake on my boat. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, I I would. It's Captain Phillips, but yeah, if it was just like, look at me. I am the sheriff now. Uh, <laughs> wearing his little plastic shark. cowboy hat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I would eat Audi, Audi, Audi. <laughs> <laughs> I love that scene. <laughs> oh my god. Um, that anyway. was the first animated movie, too, which kind of ties into this, which is one of the first animated or 3D animated shows, right? Yeah. I think it's the second one, actually. I think Mainframe has gold and silver medal. Damn. Nice. Good for them. VeggieTales oh. beat them, though. Beat them on reboot. Oh, damn yeah. it. The Christians yeah. are always there first. That's why they're the oldest religion. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Yeah. They were invented oh, yeah. when the earth was invented 6,000 years ago. 
<laughs> yeah, the third crusade was to pre- preserve CGI cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> to go to the Holy Land of Vancouver, BC to steal their CGI technology. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, the Axelon gives pursuit. Uh, and Megatron's ship tore open a trans-dimensional portal. So the trans-warp ship is a special kind of sti- sci-fi ship. It can teleport, opposed to just go light speed, which are apparently different, different. things. Yep, whatever. Um, so, and Optimus gave chase, obviously. Uh, the ship's engaged in combat, because this exploration ship was lightly armed, um, which caused massive amounts of damage to both after they exited the portal over an unknown planet with two moons. Okay. Um, Megatron's hubris kind of got the better of him because he was just like, no, I want to fuck with these guys more. And instead of just shooting the Axelon down, um, he decided to kind of play with his food a bit. But then the Axelon, after terminating its engines, rotated and managed to like fire off one more salvo and blow off one of the Nemesis's, uh, not the Nemesis, the uh, Dark Side's wings. Okay. So, so they both started to they both crash landed onto the surface of an unknown planet. Um, many of the protoforms on the Axelon, including X, were ejected into the planet's orbit to keep them safe. Um, this would obviously have mixed results going forwards. Uh, you'd think the one person you'd keep on board uh, while you were thinking you were going to die was the guy you had to abandon in space anyway. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Um, it was soon discovered after the crash that the planet they landed on was fucking packed with Energon. Uh, so much so that the radiation would quickly overload the bodies of both the Predacons and the Maximals. Ha, suckers. Uh, thankfully, yeah, it, it, they were just like overcharged, like in the last episode where you talked about how Gigabyte got overcharged and like lost his power they would get over they would get saturated with uh, energon and they could not leave their spaceships for more than a couple of minutes it's like when you drink too much coffee and then you're just like i don't know what to do with myself i'm just gonna go lie down it's eternal caffeine <laughs> headache is the, <laughs> is the situation they were in right now yeah uh, their tongues were dry pissing constantly and just, <laughs> <laughs> and just so headachy. <laughs> uh thankfully there was a solution uh hiding indoors and never going outside Oh, that seems. And the yeah. series, and the series ended. That's that seems, why it was called Beast Wars. Uh, Shut-ins. Yeah, is the, the title of the show. That sounds uh, oddly appropriate for current state of the world. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> COVID is just energon, and there's just too much of it out in the air. Yeah, too much energon. <laughs> um, the actual solution was obviously transforming. Um, both the Axelon and the Dark Side had scanning technology to create alt forms for all of the crew. Uh, based, in this case, on local organic life, both living and dead. Um, this was kind of like a conceit for the show, because they were the, like, the living animals were clearly protected from the Energon radiation, but some of the characters, some of the crew on both of these ships, ended up as like getting their bodies from fossils they had scanned, where there's not really a way to prove that the Energon didn't kill animals in the past. Like Dinobot. Yeah, exactly. Um, Regardless, it worked. Um, The organic forms would allow the Transformers to be out and about as much as they wanted, so long as they were in their beast modes um, for the majority of the time outside. Um, Beast modes, however, are nothing new. Uh, One of the 13 primes we mentioned in an older episode 
Onyx Prime was the first Transformer with a beast mode. And he transformed into, I think, a griffin, if I recall correctly. Well, that's not a real animal, Peter. But it would technically be organic. I guess, yeah. If it were real, it would be. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I like the fact that a fake robot from another planet transformed into a fake animal from a real planet. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and I have problems with the fake animal. Yeah. Onyx Prime, the original Lord Why get caught up on all things. Well, the Griffin's not a real uh, animal. Yeah, no, this, yeah. this story has stopped making sense, okay? Because the Griffin <laughs> is not actually real. Unless they landed on Azeroth. <gasps> Oh, they're real. They're real on Azeroth. Oh, oh but yeah, because Carl Sagan's in this universe, and then Griffins aren't real. That's true. Actually, maybe I'm, I'm with you. Griffins aren't real. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. <laughs> 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 or no, wait. Maybe this confirms Griffins are real. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Gr- <laughs> Griffins are real life canon per per mainframe media, circa right. 1990, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the maximal crew of the Axlon were now Optimus Primal, Gorilla, Gorilla, Rhinox, a Rhino, Rhino, yeah, yeah, Cheetor, a che- uh, Cheetah, yeah, Cheetah. No, he's, he's a human who just plays the wall hacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Cheetor, <laughs> and Rat Trap, who was um, a boat, actually just a trap with legs. Um, okay, but it was like a rat trap. He was not an animal. He was a rat. Come on, yeah. Rat trap. Rat trap was a rat. Yeah. Yeah. I really liked him. I identified with him as the kid. He was like a the little sneaky dude. He would like he went through the vents one episode to spy on the predator dudes and like he was always, and he had a joke all the time. He was always uh, loaded up with the joke. He was funny. His line was uh, "We're all gonna die." Is was his catchphrase. Oh, I love it. Uh, yeah. You, uh... classic, classic '90s cartoon <laughs> where like the main character of your children's show could just be like. Eh. We're all gonna die. <laughs> oh, that's, that's how we talk too. I forgot. Yeah. Classic Jamie identifying with the guy who's like, "We're all gonna die," right? Yeah, <laughs> I liked him. Uh, I sent an email to David K, one of the voice actors from this show, um, a couple of days ago, just in the random hope that he would send us like a quick lore voice here, but it he didn't get back to us. So I tried. Great story. Yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, we're, the- all <laughs> we're all gonna die. Die. <laughs> Uh, the Predacon crew of the Dark Side were now Megatron, a T Rex. Oh, Ooh, yeah. that's cool. <laughs> when he transforms, he has a T Rex head on the end of his hand. Yeah, and he pets it like a cat. Yeah, <laughs> and like there's cool. like clips of him brushing its teeth and shit. He, he takes care. Of, <laughs> <laughs> he takes care of his own head. Was it just like I like to picture? It was like a fossil that he found with of like a T Rex with like its young near it or or something. And then he just like scanned it, and there, there was an error in the scan because it was like the young skull was overlapping his hand, and he got like mater- he got like maternal instincts from it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean he could transform into like the head in the right place, but when he's in his human form, that's where his hand is, I guess. So I would have loved. Go ahead. There's not many things we know about T Rexes, but one thing we yeah. do know is that they were probably very maternal, the way that they just laid eggs and then left. Probably a lot of strong maternal instincts in them. Yeah, and as far as I know, the largest fossils we have of T-Rexes, because they were, like, slightly sexually dimorphic, the larger fossils tend to be female, hmm. which you can tell from the hip bones, which means, which uh, it, with a lot of, like, reptiles and bugs and shit, the females tend to be larger because they need to get get pregnant. Yeah. It's very likely that, that females did take care of the young, because otherwise, why be bigger? Right. Why they had stomach bigger? bones. 
They had stomach bones, though, to hold all their guts in. So, I mean, it's bigger to push the big egg out, also. Also, uh, oh, a baby T-Rex would be so cute. Narrow- it would probably grow very fast and murder you. Dude, those <laughs> eggs are either really strong or those mama's got to lie down because it's got to fall really far to hit the ground. No kidding. Whenever, it's like she a, could probably lie down. Could you imagine being a giraffe and like your entry into this world is a six-foot fall? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no joke. They just have them standing up and they just drop the baby on its head six Can feet. Giraffe even fucking lie down? I don't know. Like the most dangerous thing they do, I think, is drink water. Yeah, yeah, right. Dude, they, right. they have what to like do this. Up? They do have to do like half splits to like get their yeah. face down close enough. But yeah. the lions, lions and stuff, don't mess with them because they'll they'll get stomped by a giraffe. Giraffes are really scary if you try and mess with them. Yeah. They'll fuck with a drinking giraffe though. Yeah, have you ever seen two giraffes fighting? Yeah, yeah, they they just like whipping their necks at each other, <laughs> roll their heads at each other. <laughs> uh, to my knowledge, there is no giraffe transformer. What? There's a fucking Griffin one. Wow, way to go, mainframe. Yeah, thanks so a lot, mainframe. <laughs> Drafts aren't real, confirmed. I've never seen one. Yeah, yeah, they're not yeah, in the they're... in the canonical show. Piece the Last of Us, and that was a that was a fiction. That yeah, was a that, was, thing. that was a video game. True. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we got Megatron, the T Rex, uh, Scorponok, uh Guess uh, the Sand Shrew, a Shrew yes. in the sand. Yeah, it was a Scorp. He was a Scorpion. Okay. Uh, Terrorsaur. Uh, who was a pteranodon. Um, is, okay, wait, you got to slow down because what is a pteranodon? <laughs> it's the larger It's the larger pterodactyl with the crest on the back of its head. Well, just say pterodactyl. Come on. We're going to do this to right. me. <laughs> By the way, the giraffe one exists and it's named Long Rack. Oh, nice. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Terrible. I hate it. <laughs> this is my uh, special friend, Long Rack. <laughs> Hey, can I get you a drink? No, I, I don't feel safe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going to use that line next time a friend out offers to get a drink. I think that's. <laughs> I don't feel safe. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. uh, so Tarantulas, who is an undercover cop and Tarantula. Uh, so you could totally go up to him and be like, hey, man, legally, if you're a Tarantula, you need to tell you me. You got to tell me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Chittering little fangs. He's like, nah, bro, I'm one of you, but he's got like a do rag on. Yeah, yeah. He's got a do rag, but he's also got like aviators on. You're like, mm. yeah. Uh, Dinobot, who is like a large raptor. Aviators uh, with eight lenses or what? Or <laughs> <laughs> just four pairs of aviators. Yeah, yeah, four pairs of aviators. <laughs> and finally, Waspinator, who was a wasp. What's um, the, what is that? What are those totals? Isn't that like four versus seven or something? Like there's uh, way more bad guys. One, two, three, four, five, six, and four. It was ten characters originally, but Dinobot eventually defects to the Maximals. And Tarantulus um, is technically on the Maximals side, right? He's a plant. He was working for the Tripredicus Council, who we will get into. So he's a plant within the Predacons, not necessarily a Maximal. Oh, okay. Uh, the cast remained small because of the cost of 90s CGI. Mm-hmm. It was immensely expensive. So this means that the team could concentrate on character writing. So if you've ever seen the 80s cartoon, it was cheap animation. It looked like shit even by 80s standards. Characters would just come out of nowhere. And I've seen episodes of that show where some guy just like walks up. He's like, well, hey there, Chip. My name's Perceptor. I can do this. And he transforms into a microscope. And there is no explanation as to why he is there. (laughs) (laughs) 
He was uh, all the scientists who didn't sleep actually made him. Yeah, oh, I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, he did the microscope stuff himself. Yeah. 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 Um, in Beast Wars, you couldn't do that. So to keep the toy commercial running, you had to have good characters to get children invested because every time they introduced a new toy, it was logistically and financially impossible to introduce him into the TV show. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, like I said earlier, Dinobot was displeased with Megatron's uh, let's get into a pointless space battle and crash land on an unknown planet style of leadership. Uh, <laughs> Effected to the Maximals uh, to try and stop the Predacons. Okay. Uh, he had he had a lot of respect for Optimus Primal in the end and Rhinox, but had some fucking like hard beef with Rat Trap. They hated each other. If you guys remember. Yeah. Uh, personally, no. I'm, I'm, all my memories are jogging. There's one called Tigatron that was all like white with like blue face and everything. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to get into him shortly because oh, he comes so cool. he comes later. So Peter, lot, you, literally guess, just, you literally just finished telling me that it was logistically impossible for him to add new characters. Now you're telling me no, there's no, more characters? I, was, I closed I was, off I gonna, that part of my brain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it does happen over time, like as their budgets managed and technology got better. Yeah, yeah. But uh, like I said, when they ejected protoforms into orbit, some of them ended up on land or crash landing as well. Tigatron shows up later when they managed to figure out adding new characters. Generally speaking, he's not on screen with more than one or two people. Okay. Uh, and the reason he was written as like a mystical, mysterious, like mountain shaman is basically budgetary reasons. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so like, I think writing for uh, TV in a lot of ways is probably like, it's really restricted because, you know, you have a time slot and you have like established characters and you have fans yeah. that care about those characters. But and like I think there's probably a lot of creativity that can come out of that, like forcing you to write certain ways. But like the harsh imposement of like, no, there could be no extras, like nothing else on screen at any time other than the the ten canonical characters just sounds like yeah. hellish to me. Like trying to work that out in the writer's room. Like, okay, how the fuck does he learn this information? I know, like a mountain shaman will come down and tell it to him. Like, no, no, no. We can't do a mountain shaman until yeah. we've sold this many toys, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's, we cannot have the computers work this hard or we will burn down the studio. Yeah. <laughs> and there's like external pressure too for like um, how violent things were, right? Because it was started off as Beast Wars and then it became Beasties eventually. Or, or, or those might have been different shows. I thought it was Beast Machines. Beast Machines is a sequel series. Oh, cool. Which we will not get into right in, in this episode. Sesame uh, Street became Sesame Park over time Sesame because Park they, was a Canadian one. they didn't want kids playing in the street, is what I heard. So they, yeah, so they took the street out of the name. Yeah, I'm sure you can take Sesame you street. can take the street out of Sesame, but you can't take Sesame out of the street. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> I dropped my bagel in the street. Gators, <laughs> the only good ones. I'll lay down my chips on Montreal bagels. Um, so anyway, uh, originally the Maximals figured Megatron had come to this planet for the, frankly unseen amounts of energon that were seeded into the planet because uh, harvesting this much could easily power a Predacon war effort and take over the planet of Cybertron for them. Finally. Um, yeah. Gamers uh, rise other up. Details, uh, <laughs> Predacons rise up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, other details perceived as hints to Megatron's intentions were his 10-gallon hat, Texas tie, and the fact that the dark side had a set of steer horns on the hood and played a jaunty little southern tune when he honked the horn. So they figured he just... <laughs> Wanted to be a resource baron. <laughs> okay. 
Um, over time, like I said, protoforms would fall into orbit and become either Maximals or Predacons. Sadly, with being a protoform, this was almost entirely based on who fucking found you who first. Found you first, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, a lot like being a kid, you know, who you grew up. You know, a lot of your beliefs kind of stem from who your parents are. When you're a giraffe baby and you crash land six feet onto the earth, yeah, yeah, it really depends on your giraffe parents. Yeah, if if your giraffe parent was drinking at the time, thus attracting lions, maybe you grow up oh, to yeah. be a lion as a ba- instead of a giraffe. Fetal giraffe syndrome is a very serious <laughs> issue, and I, I don't <laughs> fetal alcohol giraffe syndrome is. I don't want to joke about that. I'd watch that Tarzan movie where the giraffe grew up with the lions. Uh, yeah, think <laughs> <laughs> he's a lion. Yep. <laughs> Like, um, stalking through the grass, all the lions and stuff, and then there's just the periscoping, <laughs> periscoping giraffe like sticking out of the grass. Like, Get down, idiot! He's like trying to do like the split, like when he drinks water and lowering his head below the grass. <laughs> God, um, the Transformers uh, on this planet also discover multiple alien artifacts all over the place, uh, including one called the Brigadoon which was a gigantic flying island covered in de- death traps with a central tower on it. Uh, this is an episode I really, really remember because it, it re-ran on YTV like a thousand times. I mean, it sounds rad as hell, so... Yeah. Um, after being tampered with by the Predacons a little too much, uh, the tower in the center of the island disgui- decided it was fed up with these Transformers and fired off a signal into deep space. Um, it, was either e- it was either asking for help or for someone and to come and show up and kill the meddlesome Transformers. Uh, This part was unknown to them at the time. Uh, Meanwhile, Rhinox, who was the science officer for the Maximals, uh, was trying to figure out both where and when the hell they were, because they went through a portal and crashed onto a planet with two moons that they did not have records of, and he could not figure out why. Uh, While studying both the natural satellites of the planet, he realized that one of them was much less dense than it should have been as though it were hollow. <gasps> yes. Megatron was making his own discoveries, uh, one of which was another golden disc that he found on the planet, and that he determined that it had beca- been made by the same beings as the ones that had made the flying island, because there was a bunch of like runic marks on this other disc he had that matched ones inside the tower. Like a bunch of hieroglyphs, basically. He was... he he did a basic he did a basic match the shapes game and was just like oh yeah yeah that's all come together <laughs> yeah he, he saw the s on the smash mouth cd and then the s on the darude sandstorm cd and yeah. he was able to figure out the, the yeah. same way yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay cool hey now you're an all spark <laughs> <laughs> there's your episode title right there. <laughs> um where was i here right so as it as it turns out bassett burns bout The second moon was a gigantic alien construct called the Planet Buster. Um, It was placed in orbit by a race of aliens called the Vok, V O K, uh, and that had actually seeded the entire planet with Energon, and it served as a reset button basically if things got out of hand on the surface. They just wanted a mining planet. They didn't want life or any of that other garbage. Life is pesky. Or like silly robots bringing their conflict all the way over here. Just like honestly, it's basically if you had just a rocket pointed at your front lawn, and if too many frisbees got stuck on there from your from like neighborhood kids, you would just blow up the neighborhood. <laughs> I mean, fair. Yeah, right? I think it's wouldn't totally, you? Totally 
reasonable. Too reasonable, yeah. Yeah, too many goddamn frisbees. TM. Mr. Johnson, can we come into your yard and get our frisbee back? Like, uh, I had enough of you. Uh, how many is that now? Like, just polishing a <laughs> shiny red button. <laughs> I always polish my buttons. Yeah. <laughs> I hope so. Um, so after discovering the fact that they basically had a giant kill switch that they couldn't control in the sky, um, the Maximals and the Predacons work together to convert a stasis pod um, to f- as to be basically be like an ejector pod to fly up to the planet buster with a transwarp cell, fuel cell attached to it, that they would detonate and blow up the space station. Can I just yes. say an ejector pod is like the exact opposite of a stasis pod? Like one of them is explicitly yeah. to move stuff, and the other one is explicitly not to move stuff. Nah, whatever, man. <laughs> it's the nineties. We're all writing. Yeah, yeah. How do we? How do we end season one? Like I don't fucking know. I don't dude. know. Shoot a thing that doesn't move up at the sky and put a bomb in it or something. That's basically it. <laughs> However, you couldn't pilot this thing and its bomb without somebody inside. A so pilot. Optimus Primal was just like, well, I'll go up. Don't worry about it. I trust the Predacons. They'll keep their word. Uh, I'll I'll get in the stasis pod with the bomb to make sure I get to where I need to go and we'll blow up that second moon. All good. Then we can get back to fighting each other when I get back. Fair? And everybody's like, yeah, fair. Sounds good. Sounds like warfare to me. What is What does he mean when he gets back, though? Is this not uh, a one-way trip? Uh, it wasn't supposed to be. Um, <laughs> Megatron... <laughs> Uh, being somehow dishonest, apparently, uh, had hacked the pod, locking it shut. Uh, so he stasis the stasis pod, basically. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Just re-enabled uh, stasis in it. Yeah, it, 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 exactly. He like snuck over and just with a, a cheeky little pinky, just like clicked it back on yeah, yeah. as he walked as he walked by. Well, he doesn't have uh, a pinky. He has a little T Rex, right? Uh, he has one normal hand. Okay. Okay. Um, the detonation indeed destroyed the planet buster. However, it also appeared to kill Optimus Primal. <laughs> the one normal hand is also a lance half the time. Like, yeah, he can put on the dinosaur tail as a glove and like yeah. stab stab people with. It. Well, that sounds just like explicitly for the toy, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I put, I, I, where are you going to put the T Rex tail? They, <laughs> <laughs> I posted it in yeah, like in the boys chat. You can see from first stage to last stage, but yeah, like you said, you take the tail right off and. Comes a, a hand yep. lance. Oh, yeah. This is the first time I've come into this the chat while we were recording. That giraffe looks fucking stupid, man. The <laughs> long transformer. <laughs> a bad transformer. I mean, that looks like like something that was drawn on like Rule Thirty Four or Deviant Art or something. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> that doesn't I look was, doesn't look canon. It was no, it is canon. I believe it, it is, but it doesn't look it. Yeah, it was it was actually drawn by someone who at birth was dropped six feet onto their head. Oh, okay. Oh, that makes <laughs> sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Very, uh, very uh, intertwined with the giraffe destiny as well. I see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so there was some unintentional fallout from detonating this uh, transwarp cell in space and blowing up a space station. Uh, sure. This was called the quantum surge, um, and this transformed some of the transformers into what's called transmetals. Uh, during this event, it also killed off a lot of the characters to maintain the basically memory limit of the television show. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the, the so, budget. <laughs> Terror Sor and Scorponok both died. Okay. Uh-huh. During the quantum surge, uh, Terror Sor is seen like starting to get like kind of some chrome bits on his hand, but he boils to death in lava. You Good know. for him. 
Yeah. Uh, Regular kids show shit. Yeah. Our contract with the the toy factories as well. We can only have 12 SKUs at once, so we have to kill one character to bring it to the character. That's exactly it, right? Yeah. Uh, so transmetal is basically the same thing as being a regular Maximal or Predacon, except you have like chrome bits. You're a lot more mechanical. So like it's a chrome T-Rex and a chrome cheetah and a chrome rat. Um, Optimus also survived. Obviously, the quantum surge apparently saved him when it transformed him into a chrome gorilla. Um, these new bodies also had like a mid-tier form that was generally, it's called a transport form. It was like a jetpack for Megatron. His hips opened up and he got little jets. Um, Optimus was a surfing gorilla with a jetpack. So he like flew a surfboard through the air. Okay. Oh, that rings a bell. Now that yeah. Transmetal rat trap just had wheels. His like rat legs would flip up and he just had four wheels. He was basically like a quad bike. (laughs) It's like you're, you're. You're the same as you were before, except now you can't uh, get through mud. You know? Yeah, it, now, yeah exactly. a small <laughs> ledge will now stop you. <laughs> yeah. um, now that the planet has only one moon, after they blew up that other ones, the Predacons realize, and the Maximals as well, realize they've been on Earth the whole time, and that the golden <gasps> disks appear to be predicting the future. Okay. Uh, this then leads us to discover that they are in the past. And the historical documents they have just have documented this occurring already. The Earth is 6,000 years old and the Transformers planted the dinosaur bones. <laughs> well, that's, they read that on the Golden Disk initially, but there was two yeah. moons. So they were just like, well, this doesn't make any sense. How could this other theory possibly be? Yeah, true? yeah. G- <laughs> G- Jesus would never have allowed for two balls in the sky. That would be ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of moving So they were parts. actually just historical documents from the future and not, in fact, predictive. Okay. Um, after killing off some characters, a couple more stasis pods crash land, baby. Thank God for that. <laughs> Thank God for that merchandising. Uh, two of which malfunction when they crash, and they create hybrid transformers known as fusors. Uh, okay. They had a wolf. Uh, they had like a wolf slash eagle named Silverbolt and a scorpion slash cobra named Quickstrike. Oh, so they um, just brought on another scorpion after the first scorpion died. Yeah, but this one's cobra too, though. That's uh, much cooler. It's fucking way cooler. This one has a real Texan accent. The 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 <laughs> voice actor for Quickstrike was uh, was a Predacon. However, he was very polite to all the ladies that all the lady Transformers in the show. Ma'am, would you be minding if I parted with you some venom? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, often fanning himself with his cobra tail. Just yeah, like, yeah. Ah, it is a a rather so weltering day today, <laughs> Madam Blackmia. Would you like some sweet tea? Oh yeah, <laughs> it's just or venom. T for Megatron. Yeah. <laughs> um, the other protoform that crash landed was X. Oh, um, the, oh the X. The Mega X. Man. Uh, no, much worse. Unless Mega Man X ate people. I can't say that he hasn't. Yeah. Okay. Well, then maybe. Canonically, yeah. there's no proof that he hasn't. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, exactly. They, Capcom has never come out and said explicitly that Mega Man X is not a cannibal. <laughs> <laughs> Unlike these guys who just own it. Um, they actually, no, they give him morals tests and he's not allowed to leave his pod until he finishes his morals test. So it depends on if uh, Dr. Wowie, or no, the other guy, the light guy. If Dr. He's, light. Yeah, if he's into uh, cannibalism or not because he, he trained his morals. Uh, during a battle near his pod, uh, X is woken up and emerges as a huge transmetal crab. 
meaning his pod has to have crashed prior to the quantum surge, but since he was in like super stasis, um, hadn't woken up yet, but it probably automatically scanned some life forms around him. And it, my son will be a crab and then got transmetallified and then got woken up when uh, his pod was blown up as collateral damage, basically. Okay. So this one's, this one's yours. This is the one that you have, right? Yes. Uh, Megatron, figuring an immortal lackey would come in handy. Uh, super goons are the best goons. That is true. Uh, cuts X's spark in half with a pure Energon blade and places right. half of it in a cage full of Energon spikes. Um, this allows Megatron to torture X, which he renames Rampage, by squeezing down on the cage. Okay. Uh, yeah. So that, he That's his has... leverage. That's the honeypot. Dude, he's yeah. got huge claws. Rampage is fucking badass. He is also really well written. Uh, there's one scene where he's like stomping on a transformer, and she's like, "You'll live to regret this." And he just leans over. He's like, "I regret everything, my dear." It's just like a, a total psycho. It's wow. Awesome. Yeah. Um, and then after Dinobot is killed, uh, defending primitive humans from Megatron, like when Megatron's trying out some like time time stream fuckery. Uh, Dinobot is cloned and then becomes a living cage for Rampage's spark. So Dinobot 2 can take out his own spark, which is half of Rampage's spark, and crush it in his claws to continue to torture Rampage. Okay. Good for him. Now that you said this, like I'm looking at pictures of like the characters as you bring them up, and there's so many similarities to reboot in like the facial structure and a lot of things. And yeah. It makes so much sense to the same I don't know how this hasn't dawned on us before. Um Somehow, uh, eventually, Depth Charge, the security officer we talked about earlier, right. uh, managed chasing, to... Who was chasing Prototype X, right? Or Protoform X. It, it, exactly. Uh, he managed to locate Rampage through time, basically, <laughs> and then ends up on prehistoric Earth where everybody's having a small war. Um, and, like, and basically, it's just like, I've been hunting X. He killed literally everybody I know. I've been hunting him for this long, and he's mine, Optimus. And Optimus is like, no, we shouldn't kill. It's bad. Yeah. Giant cannibal crabs. Don't, don't hurt him. I love the idea uh, of, of Depth Charge scouring the entirety of the known universe and being like, he's not here. I guess I'll go back to the start of the universe and start searching there <laughs> and just waiting around until Rampage shows up on this planet again. <laughs> he's just like snoozing his phone every nine minutes for yeah. a trillion years. <laughs> for 6,000 years, excuse me, yeah, since yeah. the Earth was created. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, in a fight yeah, towards the end of the series, uh, Rampage and Depth Charge are having a fight underwater. Um, Depth Charge manages to break off a piece of energon and use it as a sword um and then rampage like catches it in front of his chest with his depth charge on on top of him real sexily okay um however rampage allows depth charge to stab his immortal spark with the energon blade uh laughing like a maniac the entire time rampage's spark then explodes and kills them both so there is a tragic ending to Depth Charge's story because Rampage still manned He finally got to kill every single person. Yeah, I mean... Starbase Omicron. I mean, so, like, if you're Depth Charge and the only thing you've lived for for Loreboy's canon uh, to the end of time and then from the beginning of time again, uh, the only thing you've lived for is trying to kill Protoform X, I don't think you just keep living after that, though. Like, I think that's the only way you can go out, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. He would have just uh, drank himself to death after the fact. 
<laughs> Another dame uh, transforms into a pair of long legs, comes into my office. <laughs> long legs that turn into a person. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> in the scene, Rampage has it like the blade clapped between his hands and then just lets them go and then laughs the entire time. And Death's Charge's obsession gets the better of him because the explosion kills them both. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Megatron's actual plan is finally revealed shortly thereafter. Uh, he didn't care about the Energon on the planet at all. And crashing in the past was only half of an accident because he didn't want to crash. That was the part. Right, right. Like, yeah. his goal ultimately was to get into Earth's past. Um, the original Megatron from the 80s cartoon um, apparently taped over Johnny B. Good that was on the Voyager disc and left a message for whatever future evildoer could figure out how to read it. Who, know, uh, who knew it, it would be me? Yeah. <laughs> who, also Megatron. What, what a coincidence. What are the, chi- what are the chances? Uh, he instructed the listener to travel into Earth's past when the Autobots and the Decepticons were still unconscious after they had crash landed in the 80s cartoon and kill Optimus Prime. Oh. Yes. Whoa. Winning the Great War before it could even start. Um, Beast Wars Megatron actually does this. He does destroy Optimus Prime. However, Optimus Primal takes Optimus Prime's spark into his body and stores it there like life support basically okay um and it turns him into optimal optimus which is the worst fucking toy on the planet is that his uh-huh. is that his canonical name optimal optimus oh yeah. my god i just <laughs> yeah i love the idea like oh my god he's dying i have to keep him alive until the semi truck can be invented Oh man, so stupid! Yeah, you've got optimal optimus. Optimal optimus is on like the board of directors of like Peterbilt. Yeah, yeah, exactly. uh, (laughs) He's just like insider trading the whole time from the pat. What his of the fucking almanac is? (laughs) So, so, so Henry, Henry, uh, sorry, Mister Ford, I like your car thing that you got going on here i like that you're building it on such a big scale but what if it was bigger and had was blue and had red flames i know you're a fan of the black but i think blue blue with red flames will really sell (laughs) oh my god dude i don't know if you guys want to look up listeners at home and also you guys right now to see what optimal optimus looked like it's the worst worst fucking oh my god he's so ugly Five different bright orange spacecraft with fists. Like, like orange and purple and blue? Yeah. Dude. Oh. It looks like a level 40 warrior who just has mishmash gear on and plastic all over it. Yeah. <laughs> now, figuring he'd get creative, Megatron does the same thing with 80s Megatron. He doesn't kill him, but he takes his spark into his body. Basically uh, kill him. Yeah, he takes a soul out of his body. It's different from yeah, robots, yeah. It's di- <laughs> <laughs> uh, this changes him into a dragon, uh, which is obviously the logical fusion of Tyrannosaurus and Gun. Because- <laughs> <laughs> 80s Megatron is still just a handgun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So gorilla plus truck equals beefy gorilla. Uh, yeah. Tyrannosaurus plus Gun equals dragon. Dragon. Although, <laughs> this although do dragons t- just shoot gun out of their mouth? Sort of. Because they, not- they kind of look like Tyrannosaurus Rexes. They're lizards, right? Dude, yeah. on, and this toy, like the one that I just looked up, is a lot cooler than the fucking Optimal Optimus one. You get like a dragon that transforms into a person. 
Yeah, I, I I used to have the the the. It's Transmetal Two is like the is this level of Super Saiyan basically that they're right, fucking yeah. getting into this power level for the anime. Um, but yeah, so you've got uh like a barely recognizable mashup of mechanical parts versus a dragon. He's all like scarlet and golds and big dragony. I, I would say, I would I would back this guy. I don't know about Optimal Optimus. <laughs> if i if i had to pick one based on looks alone which is kind of how politics works in modern day earth i think i would go with dragon i'd go yeah. with dragon yeah. i'd go with gun plus tyrannosaurus <laughs> yeah arizona's an open open carry tyrannosaurus state i i'll <laughs> <laughs> the right, to, the right to bear dragon arms huh <laughs> <laughs> So now the last thing that sexy dragon Megatron needs to do in the state of Arizona is kill Optimal Optimus, uh, wiping out both sparks. So past Optimus and present Optimus. Until, until Rat Trap runs up and is like, I'll take the spark of Optimus Prime and Primal Optimus into me. Yeah, I, I swear to God, a Optimal Rat Trap. <laughs> optimal Rat Trap Optimus. <laughs> rat <laughs> Optimus. I think I just had a stroke trying to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so he wants to kill them both at the same time. To do this, Megatron raises the Decepticon ship, the Nemesis, from the depths of the ocean where it had crashed in, in the 80s cartoon, basically. Sure, yeah. Um, ultimately, obviously, he is defeated by the Maximals and taken prisoner. Um, in, like, their final stupid decision, they tie Dragon Megatron to the outside of the spacecraft. Okay, it seems to... So, like... It seems like he could fly, though. It's impossible to guard, protect him as well, because he's just like he's he's basically you know like you know like when you kill a deer and you strap yeah, yeah. it to the hood. It's well, I like don't that, personally, but basic, basically, well, you've seen pictures of that where yeah, you've yeah. got like a deer strapped to a pickup. Yeah, yeah, that's what they do with that's what they do with Dragon Megatron. They just they don't kill him. They were just like, you're going to jail for you're going to be the crime. Uh, crime. What do you call <laughs> what do you call the busty ladies on the front of ships? Oh, mermaids! It's a figurehead. Oh, yeah, he's just like the figurehead of their ship now. <gasps> oh, oh that's, is... great. that's great art, Big Titty Megatron <laughs> figurehead. <laughs> Finally, my plan to get Peter to draw Big Titty Megatron. Is that where the term figurehead comes from? Is from ships? That's what it is. I don't. Huh? I don't know. I, I didn't wow. look at it. Etymology <laughs> fact. Quick, pick, bring it up. Uh, I think I have it here. Yeah. Nice. In the meantime, while he's looking that up, there is a Transformers video game, uh, Beast Wars. Transformers Beast Wars Transmetals. It came out in the year 2000. Oh, and you sick. get, to, you can play as the Maximals of the Predacons on either PlayStation or N64. And it's like a top-down, kind of looks like BattleBots, like you fight robots. But then when you get close enough, it turns into a fighting game or something. I watched like a 30-second clip. That's kind of cool. Okay. Yeah, I, it looks cool. I looked up the etymology. Uh, in English for figurehead on Wikipedia. Uh, it says etymology, figure plus head. Dang. <laughs> Whoa. So, yeah. But the two definitions are it's a carved figure on the prow of a ship, by extension, someone in a nominal position of leadership who has no actual power, a front, a front man. So yeah, it comes ah, from, comes from the ship. Okay. The ship. Well, um, so yeah, after strapping them to the front of their ship, uh, the Maximals take the Nemesis through the time stream back to their present day. However, uh, Megatron, unguarded on the outside of the ship, uh, manages to escape and reach Cybertron first 
through the time stream, and this leads to the sequel series of Beast Machines. Um, so cool. that's nice. the Beast Wars, baby. The that's, Beast Wars. That's cool. I kind of wish I had my old toys now, because I, I would love to, to have those. I wonder how much they cost. eBay, probably pretty expensive, huh? One right. of the ones you sent to the chat is like the Masterpiece Megatron, and it's like $400. However, I would probably kill somebody to play with this thing for like 15 minutes it's, <laughs> it, comes, it comes with an, a toothbrush accessory for Christ's I, sake. I love how i love how the price of a human life for peter is less than 400 dollars because he's like well i could spend 400 dollars, but let's say i'll kill someone to do it because we know i'm not going to spend 400 dollars on it <laughs> dude i just found four of them for 25 canadian dollars i so i think if you're not getting them like mint condition in a pack you could probably buy them off anybody who has one like wow if i had old yeah. if i had old beast wars toys in my player might sell them to you guys for five bucks or whatever like yeah and yeah. you guys you guys would play with them for five minutes for the nostalgia and then promptly forget about them yeah you'd never, put them on i never play with the one i have yeah. yeah mine's shelved behind me in this eternal darkness now that the sun's gone down yeah, yeah. pete pete's in the pete's in the the un, upside down right now i'm just one with I'm the on pervert camera <laughs> <laughs> we're all on pervert camera really oh yeah uh cool so I think we could probably wrap up the show then, if that's if that's, that's Beast Wars. That's the Beast Wars. Uh, one of my favorite shows growing up. I hope you uh, enjoyed it. I have been your host, and you can find me at Pete O'Donoghue on Twitter or at Loreboys Podcast on Instagram. Um, I stream building and painting Warhammer 40K as often as I can, but like I said, I am working for a bit, so it's a couple of weeks, uh, and that's on twitch.tv slash theloreboys. Yeah, if he's not streaming, I am too. Like we're getting a few streams out a week lately, which is much better than we used to. So uh, make sure to check that out in the about sec- loreboys.com slash about. You can find that. You can also find the Discord info where that's where you'll be able to find me the most consistently. And also on Facebook, look up the Loreboys and uh, drop a like or a follow on that stuff. It really helps us out. And- yeah. I've been your boast, Ethan Palmer. Uh, links to everything that they just said can be found in the uh, description of this episode. So whatever podcast app you have, if it shows you descriptions, all the links are there. Uh, so please give us some follows. Give us some likes. Give us some money. Patreon.com slash the lore boys. Big shout out to Isaac, our latest Patreon, Patreon of the patron of the week. Um, so big shout out to you. Thanks so much for supporting the show. It means the absolute world to us. Uh, Anybody who wants to be like Isaac but doesn't quite trust Patreon.com, we do always have Lore Boys Prime. And uh, this week, uh, we kind of had some big plans with some aviators for uh, tarantulas. Uh, (laughs) The plans didn't quite pan out. Um, We could only get the aviators in sets of three. And as far as I know, three and four, um, there's no number that is a multiple of three and four at the same time. So we're left with I counted a, to 11 and I didn't <laughs> yeah. find it. Yeah. If it, yeah it up. Well, that's when they start doubling the numbers. So if it hasn't happened by then, it's never going to happen, right? Yeah. yeah. Logic I read that logic. on a... Yeah, I read it on a gold disc, base ten, brother. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so we have we have eleven pairs of aviators uh, because we ordered them in three, but I want to keep one for myself. So. Um, we ordered four sets of three. I'm keeping one for myself. We had 11. We said there's no sets of four in this. So, uh, yeah, if you guys want a, a set of aviators, we have 11 pairs going. So the first people to tweet at us uh, having a baby, a video of them having a baby from six feet in the air, will receive oh. a pair of aviator sunglasses. <laughs> wow. And I, I, like I suppose that would constitute 
Allure boys. Allure boys. Allure boys. I'm glad I, I hit record the second before, like the millisecond before you started doing that. So I also got that on tape, thankfully. <laughs> oh, God. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com style.